As I was saying, I don't concern myself with when the rapture will happen. I concern myself with being ready every day. Every day. You see, because I heard a preacher saying it really, it really stuck in my heart. There, there can be no ending without a new beginning. And there can be no new beginning without a former ending. Johnny and Tiffany got married, even though they've been together for quite some time. They got married. And at that moment when I pronounced them husband and wife, their single life ended. And their married life began. One ended, one begins. When a Christian takes their last breath, their earthly life ends. But their eternal life is the new beginning in heaven. <clears throat> Excuse me. Matthew 24. I don't know what verse. I apologize. It's early in the, early in the chapter. And it says, The disciples came to Him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? I've said before, and I believe it now still, that we are racing, fast-forwarding toward the end of the age and the beginning of eternity. Here in the U.S. and around the world, we've been struggling with what I call the Rona. I mean, I can call it coronavirus, COVID-19. But the Rona, or COVID, or CV-19, whatever you want to call it. We're struggling, and it appears to have changed our world forever. We're racing toward the end of the world as we know it. There's a politician, an Indian politician named Raul Gandhi who recently said, I am convinced you're going to have a new world after this virus. I think the balance of power between the U.S. and China will change. I think we're entering, people say 9-11 was a new chapter. I think COVID-19 is a new book. Now understand, he was, he was contending that there will be a new world after the pandemic ends. Now some of this that I'm about to share, it's, it can be inflammatory. But we're called to be people of gentleness. So don't get mad about what I'm going to tell you. Get right with God about what I'm going to tell you. Because if you get mad about something, they say that holding a grudge is like drinking poison and hoping somebody else dies. <coughs> a Chinese journalist, I can't pronounce his name, predicted earlier this month, the balance of power is about to change in China will take the leading role in the new world order at the expense of America's power and position in the world. <coughs> Foreign countries on 30 million acres of United States soil. Farmland. Where they produce what they want to produce and allow us to have some. When they choose to no longer do that, it's their right to take what they own to their own country. I preached several weeks ago, if you, if you, I think it's on Facebook actually, about the new normal. Oh, it's in here. It's when we came back. About the new normal. When you hear uh, world leaders and, and powerful politicians speaking of the new normal, they're actually saying that they're, they're wanting to restructure the world into an image they desire for it to be. Not the way it was, but a new world order. 
Obviously, if you take time to study and, and, and have the knowledge that God wants you to have, uh, they want to have a world without religion, especially Christianity. And they want a world without common sense. I've said it before and I believe it. If common sense is common, why do so few, so few people have it? I mean, there are people at up with stupidity. It's consumed them. I have some friends that are the smartest people I know about books. And they don't know to get out of the lightning storm holding a flagpole. I mean, you know, guys, it's... There's time... God has already established when things will happen. <coughs> when things will come. In, in, in uh, Revelation, if you want to go ahead and go to Revelation and <coughs> chapter 9. <coughs> Woo, excuse me. Hadn't talked like this in a while. Get my throat all acting up, huh? <laughs> there, there are things going on in Revelation. And you get over to chapter 9 and you drop down to verse... 14 through 18. The trumpets. Saying to the sixth angel who had trumpet, who had the trumpet, release the four angels who are bound in the great river Euphrates. So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour and day and month and year, who had been prepared, were released to kill a third of mankind. Now the number of the army of the horsemen was 200 million. I heard the number of them. And I saw, and, and thus I saw horses in the vision. Those who sat on them had breastplates of fiery red, hyacinth blue, and sulfur yellow. And the heads of the horses were like heads of lions. And out of their mouths came fire, smoke, and brimstone. And by these three plagues, a third of mankind was killed by the fire and the smoke and the brimstone which came out of their mouths. Red fire, blue smoke, and yellow brimstone. Coronavirus, it, it has changed us forever. Who would have thought that we would be preventing, prevented from attending church? It, it never crossed my mind. You see, God says in Hebrews 10, 25, do not forsake are not forsaking our assembling together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. During the pandemic, we should have been coming together more. We should have had services every day. We should have been praying. We should have been fasting. And we should have been doing what God says to do instead of sitting back and saying, well, man says I can't gather together. Now, understand, I was obedient to my spiritual authority. Brother Bailey said the churches should not meet when the government's saying they're not meet. And under that authority, I had to stay under the authority to stay over the enemy. Okay? So under that authority, we did not meet. Um, you, know, you have to wonder, well, why can we not meet? It's okay to go to the grocery store at the country's largest businesses, but you better not go to one of those little independent stores because you can get the Rona. Now, how, how, does, how does coronavirus know it can't live in Walmart, but it can go to Piggly Wiggly and kill four people? Come on now. You can go to, yeah, it doesn't live in a liquor store, but a Christian bookshop's closed. <laughs> what is wrong with this picture? 
Man, man's law says we had to stay home for four, five, six weeks. God says, do not forsake the assembling together. <clears throat> Friday, Friday, in a special called meeting at 4 p.m. in the afternoon, Nashville, Tennessee Health Department passed a motion that masks must be worn in public. During the meeting, today Hamilton Franklin, who's the vice chair, made it a point to discuss the possibility of enforcement and its impact on, not people, minority communities. She said, and I quote, I do, not, I do want to make sure as we consider what enforcement might look like that it might involve the Metro Nashville Police Department. And I just want to make sure to be careful that there's not a disparaging impact on the homeless, on the black and the brown communities. The goal is to change behavior, not to make citations or punish people. I've got two masks. I've got one that I ordered when Lynn needed one. I ordered those and I've got one that, that Jerry blessed me with. I don't wear them regularly. I don't like wearing them. <coughs> Big Papa sweats. <laughs> Get all that. <coughs> you know? And, and why not wear one if you got your nose hanging out? People are stupid, I'm telling you. And, and yet they're telling me that if I go out, I have to wear one. I say send the PC, the politically correct police after me. Because I, I, I will not fall into the agenda of the, of the liberalism that's trying to destroy Christianity in this world. The, the coronavirus, COVID-19 is a virus or it wouldn't be in the name. It is not a political agenda. Yet the leaders of this country want to make it a political agenda to suit their desires to take us into a place that we don't desire to go. During the lockdown or shutdown or whatever, you, you can go to Planned Parenthood. Of course, they don't do all the abortions. They just, they don't do anything else. They do a few inspections, a few other things, but their money is on the abortions. But our tax dollars don't pay for them. But you couldn't go to church. You could go to Walmart, but you couldn't go to a barber shop. A barber shop is the most sanitized place I've ever been. The combs stink with that sanitized stuff. Their scissors are reeking of alcohol or whatever it is that they clean it with. It is the cleanest place you'll ever go. But go to, I can go get me some produce at Walmart. Somebody's coughed all over and I'll be okay. Oh. <laughs> the experts say two things can, can stop the spread of coronavirus. The experts, okay? Heat and air circulation. But what do they do? They close the beaches where it's 96 degrees and wind blows constantly at 15 miles an hour. Yeah. Hmm. Our government released rapists and murderers from prison. Yet they're arresting hairdressers and barbers for violating the COVID-19 law. I'm here to tell you some of those rapists and murderers are out burning our buildings and raping women or boys or children. They're out there committing the sin that they committed before. And our government is okay with releasing them back into the population. 
I am, I am anti-abortion, but I'll tell you straight up, I'm not pro-life. I'm sorry, I know that that's difficult to understand. I probably shouldn't be broadcasted all around the world. But the fact of the matter is, if you're, if you're a murderer who murders and murders, I don't ever want to see you out. I'll come to your funeral. I have no, I have no tolerance. I don't need to see a hundred million dollars being paid for death row inmates because, well, the way we do it's not really the way, what, what, what they call it? Humane. Humane. Do you think that the four people that cut up the college students in Knoxville, stuffed them in a 50-gallon barrel and poured Clorox bleach on them, that sodomized the man and then sodomized him with a, with a broomstick, do you think that that was humane? Come on. We're treating criminals better than they treated their victims. We need to stand up as Christians and say, this is wrong. This is wrong. The coronavirus basically took the world's greatest economy and sent it spiraling in a, in a matter of weeks. Millions unemployed, the most since the Great Depression. The question begs to be asked, as Americans, have we forgotten that our political system is flooded with power-hungry, egotistical, petty dictators who are willing to trample our freedoms underfoot? You have to remember who is in politics. If you, you know, and I'm not going to take one side or the other because both have, have wrongs. Don't get me. But when they were trying to impeach President, when they impeached President Trump, they couldn't get him out of office, but he was impeached. They did not allow the other side's witnesses to be called and, and testify. And then they got mad because the one side wouldn't allow witnesses to come before the removal hearing. Should, should the Senate have allowed them to come? I don't know. I'm not a trial lawyer. I'm not a senator. Should, should the House have allowed the witnesses? Yes. Would it have made a difference? No. They've been on our president for three and a half years. Four years. They started before he got elected. When they saw that he was going to win, they started chastening. Am I an always Trumper? No, I am not. I voted for Marco Rubio. I don't mind telling you. I voted for Marco. But when it came down to Trump and Hillary, I'm a Trumper. <laughs> I saw somewhere the other day that some multimillionaire uh, man who was in tight with Bill Clinton who went on that uh, pedophile guy's jet to the island and, and all this other stuff who was living in guilt, amazingly this many years later jumped out of a 15 floor window and killed himself. Seriously? Oh. Listen, if, if we don't use our freedoms to defend our, our, our freedom, we will lose freedom. If we don't use the freedoms given to us by the Constitution of the United States of America to defend those freedoms, we will lose them. Remember that when elections come around. Uh, I, I am by law supposedly not to support a, 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 a person running for political office. But I challenge you. Look at the two men running for Senate on the conservative side. Uh, Dr. Manny and Haggerty. I don't think either one of them would be bad. But I'll tell you what Manny said that I really liked. He said, now I said he's full-blooded uh, Asian Indian. Both of his parents immigrated. 
He's a doctor here. He, he's a solid Christian. And he said, let him call me a racist. <laughs> you know, look, look, at, look at who you're going to vote for. If I could vote for anybody other than Jim Cooper for Congress, I would. But he's been there 30 years or 20 years. He's, he's part of the swamp. I called. I don't know if I told you all about this. I called and, and I said, hey, I'm, I'm Marty Cooper. I'm no relation, but I live in his area in Tennessee. And I just want to say I'm against this vote that's coming up. And she said, I said, I'm a conservative pastor and I'm against this vote. She goes, you understand he's a Democrat, right? I said, I thought that, but I'm pretty sure I do now. He didn't care what his, what his constituents thought. He cared about keeping his money. He cared about getting the, the political gain that, that comes from being there so long that they can count on you to vote. I'll just tell you, and you, you can look this up. There's a bank that backs our, our government's money, our senators and our congressmen, and they have $100,000, I believe, in that account. And many of them are overdrawn. Just spending money. And they're overdrawn. What in the world is that about? Mm. Woo, we're going to be here all day. I'll get you out for Crystal Coast. Or Waffle House. You know, we've all... Uh, uh, John Hagee said this. Now, I want you all to understand this. This, this is good. Beware of those who seek to take care of you lest your caretaker becomes your jailer. Oh, we just want to take care of you. Stay home and be safe. Well, like I told y'all several weeks ago, 60% of the new cases in New York City came from people who had stayed home for four weeks. 80% of the cases diagnosed as coronavirus have been shown to be asymptomatic. 80%. The World Health Organization said that asymptomatic means you're not runny nose, coughing, whatever else goes along with it, are not are very rare that they spread the 80%. But I've got to wear a mask in Nashville. The mask doesn't protect me. They don't care about me. It protects everybody from me. So do they really care about everybody? They just want to see how far they can push us. Hmm. You can go online. And <clears throat> We've all heard the numbers. We've heard the numbers that, that were falsified. But you don't see any any videos of doctors saying we were told we had to report this as coronavirus. If I'm dying of pneumonia and they check me and I have coronavirus, I died of coronavirus with extra circumstances. That's wrong. That is wrong. You, 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 uh, you can, the, the truth is being prevented. They don't allow us to see what's really going on. They don't, this, they're operating in the power of fear. They want the crisis to be extended until election day. It's plain and simple. Plain and simple. You can go online and watch video after videos of rioters after the protests have ended. And many of the people rioting seem to be different than the protesters. Maybe a different color. Maybe a different attitude. They're different. You can watch many blacks say the liberals only care about them uh, during election years. So that the blacks and other people of color uh, will, will vote against the conservative candidate. I watched three or four of them the other day yelling at the protesters. 
You don't care about us. You're not here when it's not election year. I believe we've seen a model for how the Antichrist will take over. He will be, he will be uh, uh, able to take over the world after the church is raptured, if you're pre-trib. After the church is taken out, by spreading global fear in about 30 days, people will, will want anything that calms them down. Oh, please, I'm so sick of this. I need some peace in my life. What can you do? And Satan will be there. And he'll take over what he owns. He owns the airways, church. He owns the airwaves. And all of a sudden, it's going to be from everybody watching how bad the coronavirus is, how bad the rioters are too. Look, we're down 200 million cases of coronavirus and all the rioting has ceased. He's going to bring the peace that everybody desires for three and a half years. But it's only going to take a short time because many people still have the memory of what's happened this year. Three models were given about how the coronavirus was going to, to take America. Three times they were changed in 21 days. And all three of them, all nine, were still wrong. The number of deaths was wrong, but the objective was successful. They controlled the American people through the news media causing fear. Now, I want you all to listen. This, this, is, this is strong. Control is power, and power taken away from people historically is never given back to the people. When they take that, they're not going to give it back. I'm not telling you to go out and revolt. I'm telling you to know what God is saying about you. I'm telling you to be strong in the Word of God. Be strong in the blood of the Lamb. The pattern that American dictatorship shows us how to control is taken by fear through the controlling of the minds. And this is clearly a dress rehearsal for the coming of the new world order and the Antichrist. This is not the last pandemic. It's not. There are going to be more. And I invite you, if you're not, I invite you to invite your friends and for you to come to Thursday nights as you all continue. You're still going through Revelation, right? Learn what to be looking for. See what's going on around you. Have a knowledge of what they're trying to tell us. After the church is snapped, snatched away, that's what raptured means, a global crisis of unspeakable suffering, unspeakable suffering and death like the world has never seen or imagined. Twenty-one are listed in Revelation. Seven seals, seven trumpets, and seven bowls. The Bible calls it the Great Tribulation. And many people in churches all around this world will be there if there's no pre-trib rapture. They're not serving the Lord Jesus Christ. They will be left behind. How can I say that this is a dress rehearsal? Well, because who did this and why they did it is now classified and locked away. You, you can be sure if it's good news, we can watch it anywhere, read it anywhere, know it from any station. I believe the evidence that I have researched is that the coronavirus, COVID-19, was planned and its goal was to destroy the United States economy. The American general, Jack Keane, reported on Fox News, <clears throat> China weaponized the coronavirus to destroy democracy's economy. One of the American generals. Now all the other American generals who are part of the Me Too movement. Oh, we got to stop coronavirus. Me Too. All of them are saying, no, no, it couldn't be weaponized. It sure did come around mighty fast and never been heard of before. 
sure has taken over the world, never been heard of before. <laughs> Dictatorial leaders could not take control as long as President Trump was leading us in the greatest economy the earth has ever seen. The lowest unemployment in Latinos, the lowest unemployment in blacks, the lowest unemployment in whites, the lowest unemployment of all those of working age was before the coronavirus hit. It was not accidental that the coronavirus came late in 2019 to stop our booming economy. The booming economy was a threat to the plans of the swamp and the New World Order crowd. They want to dictate to us. I mean, I don't know if you saw it on TV or not. Uh, Speaker Pelosi was on late night TV. And, and you know, she, she was a multimillionaire before she got elected. Her husband's uh, made a bunch of money and, and property and stuff. And they, they were rich before she got there. Now, she's richer now. Don't take me wrong. But she, she showed, they were taping her in her kitchen. And she walks in front of some kind of like $20,000 refrigerator freezer. She's talking about how the grandkids love ice cream. And she opens the, the big freezer drawer on the bottom. And there's 10 or 12 uh, quarts of $20 ice cream. There are people starving in this country. And the dictatorship is saying, oh, look, my grandkids love this ice cream. I can afford it. My, my house is, is surrounded by a fence, by a big wall. But we don't need to protect anybody with a wall. Uh, I'm behind a gate, but we don't need to gate it off. I'm, I'm in a, a mansion more than two people need because sometimes we have visitors, but it's, it's good for us. The great tribulation, in, in the great tribulation, there will be a reign of terror on the planet Earth that will make COVID-19 seem like a walk in the park. The Antichrist is ruling, and you'll have to take the mark of the beast. If you're going to buy or sell or trade anything, you'll have to take the mark of the beast or have your head cut off. That's fear. That is straight up fear. But if you take the mark of the beast, your soul will be lost. And your eternal destination will not be with God. I feel like sometimes uh, we're fighting that, <clears throat> that battle today. If you don't know, there's a religion in the world uh, that's more of a government that if you disagree with them, you have three choices. You can either convert, you can pay taxes, or you can get your head chopped off. Now, I'm not going to say who that is. They follow Muhammad. And I'm not going to say what religion that is. But if you look... That's what's going to happen at the end times. If you don't convert, take the mark of the beast, and give up your soul for eternity, you'll have your head cut off. We live in carnal ways all around us. I will not surrender to the deception, and I will not allow anyone or anything to be the object of my worship. Only God. The New World Order uh, will have, have... The New World Orders have objective casting had the objective of casting God out of society and raising up a man to be the leader. It's happened before in Genesis 11. Nimrod, which I love that name, Nimrod. You're a Nimrod. <laughs> another, time in the, uh, another time, it was not in the Bible, the Illuminati. Look them up if you've not heard about them, the Illuminati. They're, they're, uh, they're, the Illuminati means the enlightened ones. Really? Well, it just so happens this super secret organization of multi-millionaires, financial powers, who are all Satanists or atheists. Both 
Nimrod and the Illuminati wanted to kick God out. Nazism with Hitler as their God destroyed six million of God's chosen people. They want God out of our society. In the current time, the United Nations wants a new world order. Rumor has, I've not seen it personally, I've not read it, but I've heard somebody talking about it. That one of our former presidents from not too long ago who served eight years as president and had two daughters, and I'm not going to name his name, and, and his wife is taller than he is, and, and that he wants to be the president of the new world order. Former director of the World Health Organization, you've heard of that before, right? We've never been misled by them. Named Brock Chisholm is quoted is saying, to achieve world government, it is necessary to remove from the minds of men their individualism, their loyalty to their families, national patriotism, and religion. These four things have to go. Are we going to just sit down and give all that up and never have it back? Take a quick look. I call it the NWO, New World Order. Uh, the NWO has, has, has these things played out in America. COVID-19 was a loss of our individualism. Is it not? We can't go out individually and do things. I, I saw something really funny, and it's not really a, a sermon note, but it had a... Is a, a, a yeah, they have exits where you're supposed to stand and had, had, had a store full of these exits, and he said, oh, this is a tough time to be a pirate. <laughs> Get it all. X marks the spot. <laughs> Anyhow, we're so serious in this sermon, they get a little laugh in there. You see, we're told to stay in our house for as long as they want to tell us to stay in our house. I say that we stayed in our house, we came to church, and then we went home, we stayed in our house for two days. Big Poppy got stir crazy. Let's go for a ride. Well, we can't. That's what that our mindset. We can't even go for a ride in our car. Why not? Nobody next to us is going to be home, or they're going to be inside worried. They, they've got us convinced that stay home, stay safe means do not get out of your house, or we will arrest you. Come on. The loyalty to family, the the, the nuclear family which is the foundation of our faith and the foundation, not the foundation, is critical in our faith and the foundation of our country is a father, a mother, and children. Okay? The destruction of the father in the home is the objective of the new world order. They want to destroy the nuclear family that has made America great. We cannot be bullied into submission. Of course, black, brown, and all color lives matter. God created all of us. Your life matters. Whether you're living like hell or living like God, your life matters. But we're being bullied to believe that the BLM, Black Lives Matter movement, is for saving lives. If that is true, why do we not see BLM protesters in front of, in front of abortion clinics where millions of African-American babies are murdered pre-birth every year? If, if you go to the Black Lives Matter website and you go to what they believe, it starts off with some really good stuff. Some really good stuff. But as you go down, it's, it's like, I don't know about this. I, I don't know if this is... Because you see, it was founded by either a trans, 